You are listening to the Out and Off Pit podcast. Hey, Oddballs, welcome to the 18th episode of the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Oh, man, if those were years, we'd be kicked out of home by now. We can go fight in a war. Yeah, and in a street fight club. I don't think they have, do they really have uh, <laughs> age limits on street fight clubs? <laughs> they may, they may. They have age divisions. Definitely probably. not in Thailand where there's like kid Thai boxers. Kids with the bare knuckle fighting. Have you seen that? No. Oh, man, yeah, the, the kid Taekwondo boxers. Pretty wild, man. Um, we can drink in a lot, most countries outside yeah, the United States. That's solid. That's pretty great yeah we could smoke yeah well when <laughs> when's the first time you had a cigarette it's like 18 oh really oh, yeah. okay 13 for me 13 yeah. what, what was it filter filter list palm all uh um, you roll it you, you with your toes and uh, to be honest you want to know what it is it was it was a donkey shit cigarette <laughs> what i don't even know what that is they sell them in mexico just as like a tourist thing and i bought a pack of them they're just like they're a gag gift but i actually smoked one when i was like 13 <laughs> i understand why you don't have health insurance yeah, i know no no one will insure me that's true <laughs> So, oh, so I have a note from someone regarding something we mentioned in an episode with the Dino Puppet reenlistment. Okay. And we were talking about them having to read the enlistment oath off of a card. Uh-huh. And then we mentioned police officers read your Miranda rights off of a card. Yeah. And they don't, everyone knows it. Why do they read it off a card? Uh-huh. My buddy Jess Moriarty, he used to be a cop, and he said departments require you to read it off the card so you don't do it wrong. Really? Yeah. So that if you read it off the card, someone can't say you missed a part yeah because maybe they can be held accountable if they miss a word yeah. or something specific in court that could probably be upheld yep so <clears throat> wow that's interesting i always wondered that when you'd see him reading it off the card i'm like what are you an idiot yeah i think i've always had it read to me off of a card <laughs> <laughs> So, folks, we are a podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-effectual Louis Fox. Heck yeah, I'm effectual. <laughs> you're, you're super <laughs> effectual, but only after you get to know someone first. Yes, yes. <laughs> not on the first date, I'm a not effectual. <laughs> after we hang out a couple times, effectual is open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are a podcast that shares weird yet interesting news stories to make your life more uncommon. Yes, because everyone hates the rapper Common. I like Common. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'll just Google Common songs. They'll just be like, Comments wheels on, on the bus. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jailhouse rock. <laughs> See, we're 18 episodes in, man. This is pretty cool. You know what I just saw the other day? I saw this. You had told me about him before, but I saw him for the first time oh! yesterday. Um, I saw there a heavy metal Mexican mariachi band. Metalachi. Called Metalachi. And they are, to be honest, they were like one of the best things I've seen in a long time. I think we talked about this on the podcast where I was like, you mentioned you're going to this fair. And I said, is Metalachi there? And you're like, no, I would remember seeing that on the schedule. Well, I, that just tells you how little I look at the schedule. <laughs> Like, oftentimes I'll go to like events and I won't even know what time I'm performing or. Well, yeah, no one does. Yeah. I've been to events like a day late before. <laughs> <laughs> 
But they were on the schedule. They were the very last thing on the last day. And, they, and rightly this. so. They were awesome. Essentially dressed like kind of guarish, like, you know, yeah. like the band Guar. Like they have like huge metal costumes and pads over their, you know, junk. And they paint their face in like, you know, black and white. Essentially like stand-up comedy yeah. in between their songs. And then they do like mariachi versions of the Ace of Spades. They did a Metallica song. Yep. They, and there's they have tons of stuff on YouTube, too. That you oh, you got to check them out. Metalachi. And it was awesome because I was the only white guy in the crowd. <laughs> and it was like, it was so, it was badass. So Metalachi. So thanks for turning me on to them. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Man. I always like it when I can turn you onto a band. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> you're, you're way more into music. But uh, then I'm like, remember when I turned you in, on to Metalachi? Yeah. You, I don't remember you telling me about them, but I do vaguely now something. I'll give you credit from right. now on. I will take credit. But they were, yeah, they were badass. And I posted them on my Instagram and like, I've, I turned a couple people on to him since yeah. because of that. So yeah. vicariously, you have turned a, a number of people. I'm on. an influencer is what they would call you it. You are. You're, like I wouldn't have, uh, I didn't know what coffee was before I met you. Yeah, no, you didn't know who Matt Baker was until <laughs> no, you met me. Really, that's because you're effectual. <laughs> you're, that's the type of affection you have. <laughs> oh, was it with A or an E? It's with an E. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was thinking with an E, but... All right, what else is going on, man? Anything cool? I was in Arizona. Sorry. I went to Snowflake, Arizona. Snowflake, Arizona. Yep. Home of... Travis Walton. Yeah. One of the best uh, documented UFO abduction cases in the United States. And did, was there anything in Snowflake that sort of talked about it or like a museum no. or a mural or like no. a crazy old lady at a bus stop? That... No, none of that. So I went to the bar, met a guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. (laughs) Uh, Named Lee, who lived there a bunch of times. And he used to work on a crew with Travis Walton. Oh, wow. So uh, after this happened, and I was like... Did you hear about this guy? Was like, go down to Johnny's Tavern and talk to Lee. You'll be the the last guy at the bar with his head down (laughs) in a flannel. He was wearing a flannel. (laughs) Well, so I walk in. He's talking to his son-in-law. I walk into the bar, and they're the only two people in the bar. This bar has a giant Confederate flag. And I'm like, yeah. I'm home. What's your uh, icebreaker on alien abduction talk? Well, so I walk in. I just happen to walk in, and I hear the two guys going, I hope the magician at the fair is good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and then I show them the card tricks. I don't remember how we got to talking about weird. I think I was wearing my Bigfoot t-shirt. Uh-huh. I think I was actually wearing this shirt here, which oh, is yeah. Bigfoot being abducted by an alien. Yeah, of course. And then he mentioned, you know about this abduction? Oh, he brought it up. Yeah. So he worked on a crew, and I said, do you think it happened? He said, yes. Of course. And then he proceeded to tell me a story of another logger that got picked up in the same area like 20 years before. Really? Yeah, that was like this dude's uh, cousin. Travis Walton's cousin? No, the Lee dude. Oh, Lee. Yeah. I wonder if Lee had, like, there's something if Lee weird. Is the yeah, alien. yeah, right? I, Lee's selling people now. out. This is how I stay on Earth, is I have to out my friends. <laughs> wow, yeah. So, Travis Walton, that's, if you haven't seen it, Fire in the Sky, amazing movie that's sort of, it's, it's not a documentary, it's a recreation of yeah. the story of him being abducted, and it's pretty fascinating. It's pretty tight. Yeah, so I did shows in that town in Snowflake. The, my sound guy for the theater show I did was his brother-in-law and I asked the same question I was like what do you think he's like yes definitely it definitely happened yeah there is no doubt about it he was like before and after the guy is dramatically different like he doesn't like to talk about it. like you know he's not out there trying to search for fame you know he's just like talked about his experience yeah and so it's pretty wild something a video you showed me uh you were at a fair in Arizona <laughs> it's a fair that I've been to before you've done it also but you showed me a video of someone that you worked with and it blew my mind <laughs> 
So it was a gunfighter, yeah, uh, like a Western reenactment. A Western reenactment, and they open their show by forcing the audience to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, and in the video, he's like, "All right, everyone, get off their seat, get off your asses, stand if up." If you're a red-blooded American, you looked now. There's a couple things though. So I'm all about the hypocrisy with all this stuff with the flag code and the national anthem code yes. and all that. Yeah. He gets I saw I saw him do this four or five times. Uh-huh. So he This yelled, is before his show, right? Yeah, it's the opening it's his crowd build. <laughs> Nothing builds a crowd better in Arizona than the, yeah. the Pledge of Allegiance. So I went to the bar with the gunfighters, though. They open carry in Arizona, so it's weird drinking with a guy with like... Oh, God, that would But they trade nervous. out their stage pistols for real guns. And you said they drink a lot? Yeah. What happens if they, they forget to switch them out? You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you do gunfighting as a thing as a career, you might not want to just have a regular gun. In the same holster. In the same holster. <laughs> oh, and these guys go drink it in costume. Oh, my God. Dude. So anyway, he does the Pledge of Allegiance, and he yells at everyone to take off their hats. Yeah. But he leaves his on. Uh, the fact that he was so aggressive towards people doing it, like, I just think that's a little bit yeah. bullish and sort of... Yeah, he definitely bullied a lot of people. Very American thing to do. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, that's what's been going on with us. Uh, you want to get to the stories? Let's do it. All right. Let's get to some weird news. So this story comes from BarstoolSports.com. That's a site more reliable than my Alaska Airlines flight taking off on time. Does that not happen often? Uh, the, it's been pretty good up until the last uh, few weeks. I feel like Alaska's pretty good, man. It's been solid up until probably the last three flights both directions. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Enough for you to stop flying on them? No, no. I just hit MVP. I oh, got a free yeah. bag. Yeah, yeah, Oh, big time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that like Southwest, that's, I, that's, I quit flying them because of that. It was like the amount of times they, I had to switch planes because their plane wasn't working Mm -hmm. or we'd sit on the tarmac for a long time. One time we were on the tarmac for two hours and, but the worst part is that they came on the speaker every 10 minutes and said, we're 10 minutes away from flying. Yeah. And they did this about 10 times. I'm like, geez, Southwest, who are you? My dad picking me up from school? I know. (laughs) What's wrong with you? I'm just going to walk. Yeah. Oh, so anyways, (laughs) back to the story. Story goes, dude has a heart attack on his first date with a girl. They have their first kiss through life-saving CPR. Now, does that really count as a first kiss? I mean, it's like I was at the supermarket in line and a lady scooted by me and her boob brushed my arm. Does that count as my first boob? I hope not. Well, <laughs> so I'm 40. I mean, yes, I, that would be a little alarming. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. You know, like she's giving him CPR and then he grabs the back of her head and just it's, holds her there. It's like very 1990s movie. That's super creep ball. And that that doesn't that can't count. And there's a picture of this couple, and he does look like he's about to have a heart attack, and she looks like she's very young. Yeah, he's doing good. <laughs> he looks like his age, heart attack, heart attack age. <laughs> I would say he's like Amber Alert for heart attack. They have the Silver Alert now. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I got a, a notification to my phone that he was about to have a heart attack. So, <laughs> your your the Apple Health thing yeah, yeah, this guy's sure. results. <laughs> 
So uh, I believe the first the article comes from Huffington Post, but it's posted on BarstoolSports.com. It says a California couple had a memorable first kiss. One. That saved the man's life. Oh, yeah. What I would love. From, he saved his heart from loneliness. Oh, what I would love is like he, she saves him and then he's like, oh, thank you. I, we should do it again. She's like, no, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. yeah. No. I'm just kissing you like, was like kissing a dead fish. Yeah. It was Yeah. <laughs> it was like yodeling into a hollowed out tree. <laughs> it, was, it was like telling an awesome joke to two year olds. <laughs> It happened last October when 56-year-old Max Montgomery took Dr. Andy Trainer paddleboarding at a Santa Cruz All right, beach. This first kiss CPR life-saving loses a couple notches because she's a doctor. Yeah, and he's 56. She should have saw that coming. To date him, she had to take CPR <laughs> classes. Things were going well until Montgomery suddenly felt a burning sensation in his chest and became exhausted, according to San Francisco station KGO-TV. I get that all the time, and 90% of the time, it's a burrito. 10% of the time, heart attack. Even if you haven't had a burrito? Yeah, it's one that comes up. It's been sitting there for a while. It's a reoccurring. They they hooked me up with the EKG, and it just makes a burrito (laughs) shape. How come your heart beats like a taco? (laughs) Luckily, Trainer, a 45-year-old anesthesiologist based in Palo Alto, knew CPR, which she performed until paramedics arrived to take him to a local hospital. That's solid. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I agree with the thing that they wrote. (laughs) Yeah. She worked it to the... I like how she's like, I'm saving your life on this date. Oh, pros are here. I'm out. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But the thing is, is like you feel a burning sensation and you feel tired. I, I didn't know that that was the signs of a... Heart attack. Heart attack. Wasn't it like you get ta- tired. Wasn't it like you taste pennies or is that a stroke? Copper. Didn't yeah. You taste copper or something or... Yeah. Petunias. You taste petunias? <laughs> We've known a petunia taste. Could you have a more obscure thing? <laughs> You taste like my grandfather's belly button. <laughs> yeah, if you taste your grandpa's belly button, might be having a heart attack. <laughs> Those matches smell like my grandfather's farts. <laughs> All right. Warning signs for a heart attack. Chest discomfort. Mm-hmm. Discomfort in other areas of the upper body. Okay. Shortness of breath and just eating McDonald's. Yeah, that's what it says. the science. I feel like if you're an obese person, you would have these all the time. I would think so, too. I mean, shortness of breath, people have all the time. Yeah. Chest discomfort. I mean, I get all these at the gym. Yeah. Not often, because I don't go very often. But, <laughs> but I'm just saying, if I went to the gym, I would probably have all of these signs. <laughs> when I look at pictures of the gym, yeah. it makes me feel uncomfortable in my chest. When I meet dudes named Jim, I get all, all of these. Montgomery's heart was stopped for 17 minutes until doctors used a defibrillator on him. 17 minutes? Wow. What's the longest time you can go without your heart actually well, working? But the CPR is artificially pumping it yeah so you could just do that what happens could you keep someone alive for the rest of their life by pumping well that's what a lot of like when my grandpa died like he was dead <laughs> wait, wait hold on when he died he was dead fact <laughs> wow fact <laughs> i was there I, like i watched a person die it was crazy oh wow no, it, like, look, look, look this up i want to see how long a person can go without their heart working to continue because 17 minutes that seems like a long ass time and at what point is she just like well i guess she's a doctor at what point she's just like dude i'm this guy this date wasn't going that she, well in the first place two pumps into it she's yeah. like calling it she's like Clear. i'm over this guy jeez i got uh, another date at eight o'clock all right basic hands only cpr because i don't think you're supposed to do the breaths anymore oh dr or, or andy trainer didn't know that or am i wrong 
Japanese or the compressions. I, I think, think you're right. To... I think you're supposed to eliminate one of them. Now. Yeah. A hand, basic hands-only CPR. Doctors have long believed that if someone without a heartbeat for longer than 20 minutes, the brain suffers irreparable harm. So this dude's brain was jacked up that wow. it's 17 minutes. Jeez. So. So he was 17 minutes and they used the defibrillator on him when the paramedics showed up. The seriousness of the situation meant that their first kiss lacked romance. But Alexander Baker, who recorded the rescue, told KTLA that Montgomery is grateful it was caught on camera. That's a little creepy. That is super creepy. Yo, I'm so glad I got that on camera. Yeah. I got the CPR and the upskirt. Yeah. And why is it? Super creep town. That's, I never, I don't get that. Like the whole, like, let's record this guy dying. Anyway, so uh, this guy who recorded the rescue told KTLA that Montgomery is grateful it was caught on camera. Best of all, the couple got a do-over on that first kiss. A few weeks after... No, you can't, like... No, I wouldn't have gone out with that guy again. A, and B, you can't get a do-over on a first kiss. Who goes paddleboarding on the first date? Yeah. That's, like, too much, man. That's, like, you're trying too hard. Yeah. Like, coffee, drinks, dinner, maybe... But paddleboarding, that's like an all-day event. Yeah, unless it's some weird, like, meetup app, like paddleboard. Yeah, right? Like, you got to get in a swimsuit, then a wetsuit, and then uh, it's just... I think this heart attack was the best thing to happen to this... The doctor? Yeah. Yeah. A few weeks after his surgery, he was recuperated, and we were on the beach just talking. She said, according to the Daily Mail, I said, you can kiss me for real now. Wow! She... So, on the second date, she had to tell him, you can kiss me now. Yeah, he only went on that second... This sec- guy, dude... He's not into her... He only went on this date because now he like owes her his life. Yeah. It's like a 90s movie. Yeah, right? He's like Chewbacca. <laughs> With Han Solo. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> this girl pr- seems pretty badass, but this dude, she's got to drop the dude. Yeah. Based on the picture alone, I'm not feeling this guy. <laughs> Savvy man. <laughs> Savvy move from the veteran here. Induce a heart attack to get to first base straight out of Sandlot. The old squints can't swim maneuver. Do yourself a favor and refresh this scene from your childhood. And then they played the Sandlot clip where the kid is drowning and then he, it's an older woman who does it, right? The, the hottie at the Yeah, lifeguard. he has a huge crush on her, right? Yeah. Back to the stand-up paddleboarder. Dude went down like a sack of potatoes. I'd run 10.4 miles the night before. I had no idea I was going to have a heart attack. Uh-huh. I, I ran 11 miles yesterday. Yesterday, I just was at my physician. And I love it. He says, I had no idea I was going to have a heart attack. <laughs> like people, you get a notification yeah, in the get, mail. <laughs> like, like like my property tax. <laughs> it's, it's time for your nearly heart attack. Guy almost dies and he still needs to let everyone know to the 10th of a mile how far he runs. Yeah. Yeah. Classic endurance athlete. See now. I was fine with the picture of him, but now with that, when he's like, I ran 10.4. So, uh, moral of the story is uh, if you uh, lack the confidence to kiss your date, fake fake a heart attack. (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) It would be a little creepy, like you're getting mouth to mouth and then you just like lick her lip. Yeah. (laughs) How creepy is that? It's super gross. Crab her boob. They're like, like, what? You had weird muscle spasms (laughs) during the CPR. (laughs) Yeah, fake a seizure. (laughs) Or if you have bad health, try dating doctors. That would be the key, is poor health. It's always the guy who brags about how healthy he is is the one that dies, too. Yeah, I I ran 10.3 miles yesterday. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah, well, maybe don't run, maybe run five miles. Yeah. Keep it reasonable there, buddy. <laughs> uh, maybe there was just so much ego inside of him. Oh, that, it plugged yeah, his heart? Yeah, it his heart, yeah. <laughs> so much arrogance. <laughs> they have to put a stent Stopped in Stopped a there. heart valve. <laughs> <laughs> You got some ego buildup in your uh, valves there. Yeah, I think this girl could do better than him, to be honest. 
Um, cool. Well, I think that's a pretty interesting story. I, I'm glad the guy, she saved the guy. She seems like a, quite the catch, this woman, and I hope that it works out for him. You secretly don't. I don't, no, but, you know. You work the... <laughs> that's an inspirational story. Yeah, it's good. And now, it's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. Romans used urine as mouthwash. Urine contains ammonia, which is one of the best natural cleaning agents on the planet. Weird News Stories, pod duh. All right, well, I'm excited about this because we have two addendums to some stories that we have covered in the past. What? There's additional information on these crazy stories we're yeah, doing? Yeah, addendums. Addendum. I like how you're saying addendum like you've been saying it your whole life. I know. Well, you had to correct me like five times yeah, before. Like, you were like, we have an appendix to the story. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one came in episode number 16. Yes. Which is the World Snail Racing Championships. Woo! Yeah. So, uh, in case you were wondering, in case you were listening in, there is spoiler alert. It ends in escargot. (laughs) Ends. There is a winner, and it just ended, even though it happened three weeks ago. Yes. The winner was a snail called Hosta, owned by Joe Waterfield from Grimston near Kings Lynn, and named after the plant. Hosta covered the 13-inch course in three minutes and ten seconds. What? And it's Hosta for the win. And I gambled on the under five-minute line. Miss Waterfield said he spent all summer eating my Hostas. I told him that if he didn't win, I'd squash him. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That's intense. Threatened with death. Yeah. Of course he won. Yeah. (laughs) He was playing for his life. Yeah. It's like building the pyramids in Egypt. It's, it's like the uh, the Hunger Games of <laughs> snails. snails. Thunderdome. Two snails enter, one snail leaves. <laughs> Until the 190 snails battled it out in the heats, but such were the temperatures that only 11 snails made it through to the final. Jeez, did they all die? Wow, that's crazy. Did 179 die? That's, yeah. Farmer Neil Riseborough, who is a snail trainer to the world championships. So in case you were wondering, in case you uh, had bets laid down and you didn't know the results yet, Hasta is the winner. Yay! And the second addendum uh, came from episode number 17. Yes, which is the seniors sneaking into the metal show. Hells yeah. And this is an interesting addendum because the bullet points of the story are two elderly dudes escape a uh, nursing, nursing home. home to attend a metal concert. So there's two things in the headline. Yeah, so the addendum is essentially... Uh, and this is from foxnews.com. It is. Which is a site more reliable than me not pooping after that burrito we ate. <laughs> yes, I mean, it is not reliable at all. Because that was not poop. So who knows? This could be fake, actual fake news. <laughs> <laughs> They're saying the real news is fake news. This is very uh, <laughs> this is very <laughs> meta fake news. 
So essentially, the story is what appeared to be the story of the summer turned out to be too good to be true. I know. The story of the summer is not the guy who stole a plane, did loop-de-loops, and crashed it. No. 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 It's, it's about two elderly guys escaping a nursing home to rock out to a metal concert. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's not about the firefighter that saved nine lives. So they're saying it's not true. So the tale quickly made the rounds on social media. Two elderly men sneaked out of their retirement home to attend Germany's largest heavy metal festival, but that wasn't entirely true. They're they're saying there's a hint of truth in this, but let's get, dig a little deeper and see how much not entirely true there is. A little bit. German media outlet Deutsche Well, which was one of the numerous outlets to report the story, is now adding new details from police. And these are important details. Yes, they are. Last week it was reported to... This, this, this is the equivalent news story equivalent of me saying I have a bachelor's degree. Well, this is the problem with the 24-hour news cycle, right? It's like, this. who gives a shit? Like, let it be a good story. Yeah. Even if it's not true. Like, who gives a fuck? Roll it out. Let it fly. Yeah, it's like, why do we need to, to report that this isn't true? I will say, this is the feel-good story of the summer. Yeah. So far, I mean, I've had a pretty crappy summer. <laughs> this, this, <laughs> this made me feel nice. <laughs> Last week, it was reported two elderly men sneaked out of their retirement home in northern Germany to attend Wacken open air. Police reported the incident August 4th. Metalheads around the globe praised the two men for finding a way to listen to music. Because they don't know what an iPod is. Yeah, but the story wasn't completely accurate. The two men were not elderly and did not go to the festival. What? Yes. But Those it, are the two bullet points. Know, but instead went to a party nearby, It's Soho, police said. Oh, it's like, yeah, where'd you attend? Yale? Well, no, I went to Edmonds Community College nearby see, in, in, see, in a universal yeah. context. I mean, they share the same alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> two, the two men, age 58... They both are places you could go if you were accepted. <laughs> yes, true. The two men, age 58 and 59, left a home for people with mental health issues to attend a party in Wacken near the festival. It's great that people with mental health issues are going to Wacken. Yeah, but they but these guys did, apparently didn't go to Wacken. They no. went to a party nearby. And now I'm curious, did they sneak into the party or like, yeah, were they invited right. or were they just like, they crashed the party? Are those two old dudes that are at every party? They're like, oh man, Jimmy's parents are here again. Yeah. His gay parents are here again. <laughs> they look mental. <laughs> Attendees of the festival called police after finding the two helpless, disoriented, and intoxicated waiting for a bus home at Main Street stop after the buses had stopped running at 3 a.m. Well, you just waited out. I've slept at my fair share of bus stops because it, 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 the cycle was over and I had to wait two hours. Well, yeah, and how did they, how did they, these people who called the police, how did they see them as helpless? Because they're old. Everyone knows. If you're over 45, you're helpless. Oh, yeah. Well, police... Oh, it's so he's trying to ride the bus. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. Police said alcohol had contributed to their helpless situation. I think time contributed... Like, <laughs> like a watch contributed to it. I mean, this they're in Germany. Isn't everyone on alcohol? Like, yeah. It's like, how... Well, I don't get this. The two men were taken to a medical tent at the festival to get checked out before they were taken to their care home. So they did go to the festival, technically. Yeah. They got taken to the festival. To get get medically cleared? The two men left in a cab. As That's how bad, like... The health insurance must be, hey, dude, you're not, you need to get medically cleared. Go to the heavy metal festival. Yeah, right. Best care. 
all of a sudden my health insurance seems pretty yeah, sweet. You're deductible. It's like you can go to a general care practitioner or the heavy metal concert. <laughs> your deductible is general admission ticket. They will. Put, you know how you have a migraine? They're just going to put Metallica in your earbuds and see if they can rock it out. <laughs> They're going to rock the, head, <laughs> the headache out. Um, so maybe that's where the story stemmed is someone saw the two guys in the medical tent at the thing realized that they were maybe a little bit loopy or old or crazy 58 and 59 wouldn't be nursing home material but if you're a young person you yeah that's the thing is when you're young you think like 40 is the oldest all right so when i was in elementary school i had to write a thing about aging so I, I remember I got I got detention for this, and it's the stupidest thing. I wrote like I think old people are like thirty five, and the teacher gave me detention. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So that's the uh, that's the follow up story to uh, the two elderly guys. That's uh, I still you know whatever. We try and keep you guys abreast of what's doing. Yeah, we're staying current. <laughs> yeah, no fake news from the Odd and Offbeat podcast. No, even though we're using FoxNews.com <laughs> as a source. <laughs> All right, cool. The Odd and Offbeat podcast. All right, this story comes from Newsweek.com. Wow, a news source more reliable than counting on teenagers to do the right thing. <laughs> Can you not count on teenagers to do the right thing? No, no. No? <laughs> How many teenagers are you around? Uh, not many. There you go. There you go. They still got you conned. So I'm doing the right thing. Yes. All right. When you were a teenager, how often did you do the right thing? Well, it depends on what the right thing is. <laughs> You're like, don't do as Matt does. Do as Matt says. Well, if it was to sort of benefit myself in financial or what's the word? Uh, hallucinogenic Hallucinogenic ways. ways. I would definitely do the right thing. <laughs> okay. There you go. There you go. Blew a hole in my theory. It's okay. Story goes. Seafood shop caught sticking googly eyes on old fish in bid to make them seem fresher. This is, the pictures are amazing. Yeah. Essentially, it's uh, these <laughs> pictures of these fish who are missing their eyeballs. Or do the eyes uh, naturally just like turn yellow? Okay. So their eyes look like they're gone. Yep. And then they take these googly eyes, match them up to the sockets, and, and stick them in. When you were a kid, did you ever just go poke the fish eyeballs at the grocery store? No. I th- assumed everyone did it. And apparently I'm the only kid that ever did this. Yeah, that's a little weird. So when you see fish in the aquarium, are you like, you know. Trying to poke through the glass. Trying to do the the three stooges. I, all the time. <laughs> they put their flipper in between their face. They got little googly eyes. They got medium googly eyes. They got big googly eyes. Uh, yeah, they have all the sizes that you would want. Have you ever hung out with me when I had the pocket full of googly eyes? No. So every now and then when I travel, I'll buy a bag of googly eyes. And then just every picture I walk by in the hotel, I put the googly eyes on the people. Oh, it's great. It's a good time. Yeah, I, I actually take these old cabinet cards, you know, those old CDV sort of cards. They're like from the early 1900s. You can buy them at like antique stores and just like random pictures of people. Oh, yeah. And I put little googly eyes on them. It looks it's fucking awesome. It's fun. <laughs> so story goes, a fish shop in Kuwait has reportedly been closed down after it was caught sticking googly eyes onto old fish. I don't know like where in the health code it's like no googly eyes. Yeah. Like, we can add food coloring to the salmon meat to make it look fresher. Absolutely. 
But uh, googly eyes, the part you're probably not going to eat, that's yeah. where we draw the line. Well, don't a lot of people fresh up their food, like make it look more appetizing than it actually is when you're presenting it at yeah. the grocery store, right? It's called selling it before it's gross. As spotted by local newspaper Al Bayan, the store's owner was alleged to have stuck the googly eyes on to hide that the fish were several days old. I don't know. Like, I don't think I'd be able to tell by the fish's eye how old it was. I would guess by the smell, right? I yeah. would imagine, like, don't, doesn't fish smell after a few days? That's how city I am. I'm like, if they, if it's in the case and the guy's going to sell it to me, it's good to eat. Well, this is Kuwait. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think there's the same health permits. Yeah. In, uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> you mean the, the local shop co is more stringent than Kuwait? <laughs> The shop was shut down by the Department of Commerce, according to the local news outlet. A video was uploaded to YouTube of a customer finding and removing the fake eyes. <laughs> like, I found it. Like, oh, what, what's this plastic-looking eyeball on it? I'm going to start going to the grocery store now and putting googly eyes on them. That would be funny. It would be funny if you put bigger googly eyes in their sockets, though, so they're, like, clearly googly eyes. Yeah, or they're on uh, outside of the plastic. Yeah, yeah, or put glasses. Oh, put glasses on. Get them. some Mr. Potato Head glasses. Oh yeah, or like draw a little mustache on the fish. I'm gonna 3D print a bunch of glasses. You should absolutely. It's a slippery slope. What's next? Bedazzled jean jackets for the fish. <laughs> It's got, like, cowgirl pants on <laughs> with the rhinestone. It's got, like, an affliction t-shirt. It could They just could do, uh, like, bedazzle fresh on the side. And then that would be, be like, awesome. They'd be like, yeah, of course it's, it's fresh. It's already got its scales, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's They're a disco ball of the water. <laughs> That's what the natives called them. <laughs> water disco ball. How many water disco balls did you catch? The story has been widely shared on social media, drawing responses of humor, and disbelief. Yeah, because of all the stuff coming out of Kuwait, I'm going to be disbelieved by. How dare they put googly eyes on the our fish? They should be using their their energy to keep ladies in burkas. That's a good use of their their energy. What's next? What's next? <laughs> no sli- alcohol. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> You're just going to poison the planet with your oil. They're going to start wearing those Groucho glasses <laughs> with the mustache. It's a slippery slope. What's next? Finger mustaches, <laughs> clown wigs. <laughs> Squirting flowers at the flower shop. Oh, I love it. Maybe they meant to make them look more fresh, as in like funky fresh. Yeah, right. Like they want to make them more hip. Yeah. Yeah. Like Appeal they're... to the kids. Get the kids to eat more fish. Yeah. Get your omega-3s. Yeah. These fish are so fresh, they could get into any club in Kuwait. <laughs> Do they have clubs in Kuwait? I, I doubt it. I mean, they probably have clubs that uh, people are beat with. But, yes, uh... that is true. People who put googly eyes on fish. Ah. That picture of the googly eye falling off the fish is making me laugh so hard. And I don't know why, as it is so gross, one person wrote on Twitter. It does. The picture is pretty sweet. Yeah. They really took the time to go out to a store and buy Google Eyes and stick one into each individual eye of every fish they sold, just for one to fall off accidentally, another person said. I You don't go to the store and buy Google Eyes. That's an Amazon Prime purchase. I, well, I don't know uh, if Amazon Prime's going to Kuwait. Oh, they're everywhere. Can you look that up? Yes. All right. Amazon Prime now available in Kuwait. Wow. And that's the one where like you get it in two hours. Yeah, and it's delivered in a tank. <laughs> Schwarzkopf brings it in. <laughs> yeah, I come into your doorstep as like a an armed brigade. <laughs> the woman in the video can be seen wearing gloves as she removes a googly eye to reveal a yellow, naturally aged eye of a fish. Why would you wear a glove? You're handling a raw fish anyway. Yeah. So there was also plenty of puns coming out online. Sadly, due to unsettling odor, googly eye for the fish guy was not renewed for next season. Ah. 
uh, was one matched only by freshness is in the googly eye of the beholder. That's solid. One person really went all out. There's something fishy about all of this. Who are they codding? Maybe they need to be put in their plice? P-L-A-I-C-E? That's probably some sort of uh, Kuwait fish. Is that a Kuwaiti fish? Yeah. This is kind of off topic, but I just saw a little miniature documentary on the ass fish. <laughs> Have you seen this fish? No. So it, I hope it's an Esther Mix Love video, though. Yeah. It's, my ass fish don't want unless you got <laughs> buns, hon. So essentially, it's a fish that looks like... It looks, it looks it, like, it, it looks like an ass. <laughs> yeah, it looks like an ass. And they just found it. They had never heard of it or seen it before. They found it in Canada, and it looks like an ass. Like butt cheeks <laughs> or like the anus? Like a butt cheek, you know. It doesn't really look like a butt. It's just ugly as shit. All right. So I just Googled ass space fish and google's like did you mean ass fish with no space yeah like clearly yes of course it looks like ass yeah but i won't say it looks like it looks like angry sperm yeah it does actually look like an angry sperm which is a new uh, app uh, my kid plays <laughs> angry sperm, <laughs> angry sperm. <laughs> it's just little eggs <laughs> and these sperms get shot out of catapults <laughs> that would be actually a good game Given the amount of fish caught that are never eaten, there is perhaps an argument to be made for the shop. According to a report published by the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations in July, marine populations are suffering from overfishing. Well, yeah, that's that's a, this person is a uh, conservationist. They're, Absolutely. They're, they're trying to make a buck off of getting people salmonella. A third of the world's fish stocks are overfished and about 35% of fish caught for food are never eaten. It's predicted that hotter temperatures around the world will also drive fish away from warm tropical waters where nations rely on seafood. Most of the waste is due to the product rotting because of poor refrigeration or human air. What's the human air? I didn't put the googly eyes on right? Yeah, right? <laughs> I would love them to put that at all. The produce, you walk by the muffin section, there's just googly eyes. That's my move. Yeah. I'm going to get googly eyed right. muffins. I'm going to hang on. Let me see if I can prime now some googly eyes and that'll be my thing. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the whole idea behind like people who dumpster dive, right? They go behind supermarkets. Supermarkets aren't allowed to sell food past a specific date and that expiration date that's yep. been determined by varying factors. And they go and they go through the, the produce and they go through the, the perishables that these supermarkets throw out because they can't legally sell them. And then that's how they eat their food and then they save money that way. Yeah, yeah, it's the day old bread sort of. I theory. mean, yeah, I mean, think of the panic that you get when like you have have milk or like yogurt in your fridge and it's like says September 3rd and it's like September 6th you're like am I gonna die yeah <laughs> the sour cream is it's gonna... like of course you're not gonna die you're gonna be fine yeah so we were on the road a few weeks ago together and our refrigerator got turned off and Matt had eggs and yogurt just and Thai food just stewing for days and then he's like I'm still gonna eat it damn straight and then <laughs> I'm an American <laughs> USA. <laughs> USA. That's what my stomach was saying. Yeah. And it was fine. And you had some too. Yeah. After I peer pressured you and guilted you into you buying into the corporate. <laughs> the corporate best buy date. <laughs> the refri- food refrigeration thing that the man's been You're telling me. You're giving in to the man. <laughs> and you were fine, correct? I did throw up. 
Well, that was before that was you had any of Z. No, you can't use that. You're like, I did throw up three years prior. <laughs> I did get sick once when I was seven. <laughs> so worse ever. These people, I think they're smart. But I don't know about fish, you know, because fish seems like, you know, it's meat. You well, know? fish is one of the few meats that, like, you can grab and just, like, bite into. Yeah. It's good to go. Well, I think like, you before can go you kill any it. meat. Thing. I don't think, like, chicken or pork you can. I mean, you can't, but it, it's it's safe to do. Really? Yeah. Oh. Crazy. Food waste on a hungry planet is outrageous. Las Gustafasen, executive director of Ocean Conservancy nonprofit Oceana, told The Guardian, the fact that one third of all fish caught goes to waste is a huge cause for concern for global food security. Yeah, I get that. Like fish is the fish is the jam. And it's- but that's crazy. One third of all go, you know, so one out of three just they throw away. Yeah. That's bananas. That That's like the whole like baseball players. If they bat 300, yeah. they're a rock star. Absolutely. So by this, they're batting 600. Yeah, true. Solid return. Well, I guess, too, it depends on what you like the carcass now. What am I doing with the carcass? Am I throwing it in the woods for a bear to eat? Yeah, I, I would think that they would donate it to another cause, like grind it up and maybe use for dog food or, you know, they would donate it to. To you? Because <laughs> you would clearly eat it. I wouldn't eat it. I don't eat fish, but. You know, donate so it to that like one a, time you <laughs> ate seafood stew. <laughs> I don't remember this. You've brought this up like multiple times. I don't, I don't remember it this cra- at all. It cracks me up how often you accidentally eat stuff you don't eat. <laughs> what I'm what I'm saying is that you would think that like you know it's like people who okay whatever we don't sell we donate to this cause. And yeah, they can use it for this or just have a big like salmon bag once a week. Yeah, or just like you know leave it out on the dock for the sea lions and seagulls or something. Yeah. Seagulls are really the original dumpster divers, if you think about it. Seagulls and uh, hippies. Seagulls are the hippies of the sky. (laughs) They'd have no home. That's true. They're generally white. (laughs) And they rummage through garbage. Oh, so you you grew up seagull? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I'm I'm an ex seagull. <laughs> I'm a seagull in recovery. You got to get that tattoo. <laughs> get the coat of arms. It's All just right. Seagull. So you know, I think that'd be hilarious. I would actually, if if there was a store that marketed themselves like the Archie McPhee of produce. Yeah. You know, like you go in, it's like like all the produce that wear funny hats or whatever. Like I'd, I'd go there all the time. Yeah. Right? It sounds hilarious. Kids would kids would eat their vegetables more if you like. Dude, look at that hip-hop cucumber. Yeah, right? You draw a little face on it. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I used to make novelty food for Ella when she was little. So, like, you know, the pizza that's shaped like a dinosaur. I learned to make the skull and crossbones. Uh, oh, that's scrambled awesome. eggs. That's great. Yeah. That's so cool. See, I'm all about that. I think in Kuwait, they're just ahead of the curve, man. I don't know why they're giving them a hard time. We need to make food fun again. Yeah, make food fun again. <laughs> you don't need to try and, like, sneak vegetables and healthy stuff on kids. You just got to make it fun. Absolutely. You need like cut a slit in the in the in the red pepper and make it talk. Yeah, totally. Trilimaquism. Yeah, where's the lobster thumb wrestling championships? <laughs> we used to have. Uh, we used to buy live crab before we cooked them. We give them pencils and, and knives and have them fight. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a good time. Yeah, one of you is going to die faster than the other. Yeah, who who <laughs> wants it quick and painless <laughs> and who wants it slow? <laughs> You're both going to die. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> It's going to end poorly for both of you. <laughs> but one could get stabbed and one's going to get thrown one boiled die, alive. One could die a champion. One could die a loser. <laughs> I don't know if you're like the motivational speaker for those crabs. What do you want to be? <laughs> you you, you want to be stabbed by a crab? <laughs> you want to go out a winner? You've got a winner in this pot of water. <laughs> and the crab that loses, we're not even going to eat. We're just going to cook and throw away. <laughs> we're just going to put googly eyes and sell you in three weeks. <laughs> All right. We learned a lot today. I like that. <laughs> Get you, get you, get you.
Unity on and Offbeat Podcast. For more information and links to the news stories we talked about this afternoon, go to our website, oddandoffbeat.com. You can visit us on all the social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> all of them, if it's one of those three. <laughs> the good ones. Yeah. All right. If you're over 14 years old, it's all of them. We also have a weekly photo meme contest. <laughs> it's completely will catch on, the meme. <laughs> the meme. Sounds like a Brazilian soccer star. Meme. <laughs> meme, goal! <laughs> uh, where we post a picture on uh, those social sites, and the funniest caption wins a prize. And we've uh, been getting some really good ones. Yeah. You, you can go on the Instagram and our website. I wish you, we you could see all the winners. I wish we could share our text back and forth while we're debating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so essentially, there's been a, a huge, a lot of people have been submitting comments and captions for the photos, and Louie and I have to debate on which one we think is funnier. I know. I'll go to like the lady at the hotel and be like, which of these is funnier? Yeah. And then she'll be like, she doesn't speak English. I'll give you a little, a little hack on it. The shorter, the better, if you can. And a lot of people write really funny ones, but they're too long for a meme. Yes, yes. <laughs> meme is French for short and punchy. <laughs> Uh, we will send you some uh, on and off beach swag. So for you to have yourself and, and if you want your swag and you don't want to give us a caption, you can go to our website and we do have a merch store. Now we got some, a few t-shirts and some cool stuff with some on and off beat logos. And we have yep. a cool shirt that says I am on and off beat. And I just got one myself and I've gotten like four compliments Looks on it good. already. And we're opening an American flag shop. Yes. yes. <laughs> but also send us your weird news stories. We want, it can be just a story from your life or something you came across in the news that you want us to talk about. That's info at oddandoffbeat.com. And if you can, uh, subscribe, like us, rate us on iTunes and anywhere you get your podcast at. And that helps us with our rankings and helps us get recommended to other weirdos and oddballs that are into these similar sort of uh, unusual stories. Yeah, it's all about connecting people. So where can the fine people see you, Louis Fox? On September 22nd, I'll be doing a fundraiser for the Spreha Foundation. I don't know if there's tickets left for it, but if you go to Spria.org, you can probably figure that out. Where can they catch the Matt Baker comedy stunt show? I'm going to be on uh, Royal Caribbean, Empress of the Seas, uh, headed to Cuba and Haiti, and I'll be on there till the 23rd, making people laugh. I like how they all have like regal names, like Empress. It's never like Pilgrim of the Sea. Yeah, right? (laughs) Peasant of the Sea. Yeah. Bringer of horrible nightmares (laughs) of the sea. (laughs) It's never like middle man Management of the sea. <laughs> uh, so that's where I'll be. Uh, we want to thank you so much for listening, folks. Check us out. Check louisfox.com, comedystuntshow.com if you want to get more information on each of our shows. And thanks so much for listening. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast because normal is boring. Today's show was sponsored by Giant Beards. It's cool and smells like everything that person ate the last three days. Giant Beards.